When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wes Mitchell here, coming at you, Gamecock Central Radio, a uh, solo hit today, talking about two newest Gamecock commitments in Hamza Najaldeen, the four-star safety from Concord, North Carolina, and then, of course, uh, Friday, the Gamecocks get a bit of a surprise from four-star defensive end slash defensive tackle MJ Webb, who uh, committed while he was on campus from uh, Madison, Georgia, Morgan, Morgan County High School, and, and really just a, a little bit of momentum on the recruiting trail, or a lot of momentum on the recruiting trail, I guess you would say, for Will Muschamp and his staff. That now makes three straight four-star commitments, if you go back to include T.J. Moore. And um, actually, of course, they have a, a couple of other four-star major targets who are, I guess, right around the corner with, with Jemias Williams, the cornerback from Georgia who's announcing on the 27th. That's actually one week from uh, today here on Saturday when I'm recording this. And then you, of course, have Ortre Smith, uh, the Wando four-star wide receiver, announcing on his birthday, which is September 11th. So lots of momentum. And, you know, I I said this on Twitter, uh, which you can follow me there at West Mitchell GC. Even if you go back before TJ Moore, you're talking about two, uh, you're talking about another guy that, you know, is rated a three-star in Sherrod Green out of North Carolina, but that I believe is truly a, a four-star player, someone that the South Carolina staff is very, very high on. So I think, you know, you look at what this staff is doing, even coming off a three-win season, and, you know, I think they've recruited well from the beginning, but it maybe necessarily wasn't exactly showing up in the in the rankings because it was a number of guys that were camp evaluation guys that the staff was very high on but maybe didn't have a bunch of other offers so you still had that segment of the fan base that was essentially you know sort of saying I'm going to wait and see until until I see some four-star guys some five-star guys and I think now you're starting to see the efforts of this staff really pay off they work incredibly hard top to bottom you know Bobby Bentley's a guy that obviously wasn't an on-the-field coach previously but did a great job recruiting Hamza Nazaruddin from from Concord, and and there's actually another top prospect there, Rick Sandage, who's a class 2018 defensive tackle, and so so the, those efforts are paying off. And I, I think if you look at uh, this 2018 class and what they have coming up, both in state and in the surrounding states, you really really have a situation where South Carolina is going to set itself up to recruit incredibly well in that class. And you know you look at some of the guys like Xavier Thomas, you look down the road at. Uh, Fort, Dor- Fort Dorchester and their quarterback to carry on Joyner. Uh, Kalijah Brown, who South Carolina gets in on early in Saluda. Josh Belt from Louisville. Um, you know, South Carolina in really good shape with all those guys early on. Then, of course, um, you know, they'll keep pushing, I'm sure, for Darion Kendrick, who I hear had a big night Friday night, uh, South Point beating Northwestern. So, 
you know, I, I think this this staff has really put itself in a good position to recruit well, especially if they can win on the field as we look ahead to, you know, the season starting in less than two weeks. They just need to show progress on the field, and I think you'll really start to see it pay off. Um, as for the two guys they land this week, actually had a chance to see Hamza play on Thursday night in a loss to A.L. Brown Canapolis, a game that's called the Battle of the Bell. Apparently a huge, huge rivalry game for those guys and a game that, you know, sort of sort of came down to the end. But I think what you're going to see, I, I was at two games this week, and I'll get to the other one in a second. Very, very sloppy. And, you know, it's the first game for a lot of these, for all these teams basically. And, you know, it's week zero in South Carolina. And you're going to see some sloppy football early on and games that are more, lost by a team versus really, you know, a team taking it by the horns and winning it. You know, a lot of mistakes that, that lead to losses. So that was sort of the case in that game. But Hamza, you know, really was, to me, everything that he'd been billed to be. He's he's about 6'3", probably 6'3 I know we've, we've got him listed at 6'5". Just eyeballing him compared to some of the other players there. Doesn't strike me as being 6'5", but I'm not really sure that's a bad thing when you're talking about safeties. You know, if you start talking about a six-five, six-six safety, you're you know you're you're almost talking um, about a guy maybe being too big potentially. But you know, a, a kid that looks outstanding as far as his length and athleticism. I think the big question on him was, was really his speed. But you know, this is a guy that covers a lot of ground. He's a long strider. He's got a knack for getting to the ball. He probably was in about every other play as far as um, being in on the tackle. I mean, he he played every single snap, offense and defense, except for having to come out for about a series, a half a series, something like that, when he got hurt and had to be looked at. But uh, a kid that, that played both ways the whole time, played some special teams, uh, probably was in on 15 to 20 tackles, also played some receiver. But he's definitely definitely a defensive guy at the next level, I think. Um, hard hitter, you know, probably starts his career out at safety, whereas, you know, if he's an early enrollee guy, which I think is possible, he'll definitely have a chance to be in the two deep for South Carolina, maybe even in, in the mix to be a starter in year one. Uh, still a little bit raw a, as a safety. Uh, has to clean up his angles, I think, at times, but, um, you know, clean up some of his stuff in, in, in I think, uh, pass coverage. But as far as just the length, the athleticism, and then you're talking about a good kid too, really, really good kid. You know, I, I thought it was interesting how, not, not interesting, but I, I took note of the fact that, he this loss hurt him, and he, he was very, very upset after the loss, and you always want to see guys that care. It was very, very clear that he cared, and he actually still was willing to talk to me and, and one of the other reporters after the uh, loss as well. He took some time to sort of, uh, you know, take it in, calm down, get changed, and, and then uh, actually spoke to us about his recruitment and, and picking South Carolina. So just have a lot of respect for the kid and, and how he carries himself. Um, then the other commitment, MJ Webb, is a guy that, you know, as they try to rebuild this defense and rebuild this defensive line, I think is a perfect scheme fit for South Carolina because he, he's someone that could play outside, could play inside. If you look at his film, you know, when I hear 6'3", 270-ish, 275-273, I think of a guy that's going to definitely be inside at defensive tackle as he gets older, and I think of a guy that maybe is more of a run stopper. But you, you pop on the film for him, he's got a great first step, he gets in the backfield. He's great at chasing down plays. He, he seems to be a high-energy guy. I've, I've heard he's an outstanding kid as well. And you look at South Carolina's scheme, how they like to sort of co-mingle between playing a, a guy 
in a three-man front and a four-man front. He, he's a perfect fit for that, depending on how big he gets. But I, I think you maybe want to keep him in that maybe 280 range in, you know, in in, uh, in Jeff Dillman's system, strength system. Their their strength coach. Uh, they'll they'll be able to. You know, he, he does a great job, very detail-oriented. I think they'll be able to put a little bit of weight on him but keep him as agile as he is. And I, I think he's a guy that you, you see play both of those spots, either defensive end in the 3-4 and then sort of a three-technique defensive tackle when they're in a four-man front. And I, I think that's a perfect fit for them, another big pickup. You know, I, I think this guy maybe was a little bit overlooked because for the longest time there was a sense that he, he may end up at Auburn. But you know, another great pickup for South Carolina. Uh, moving forward, like I said, they've got Jemias Williams or Trey Smith. And, and even going back to T.J. Moore, I actually had a chance to, to check out Mallard Creek at Dillon last night in a game that Mallard Creek was able to hold on and, and win 7-3. to three. And uh, T.J. Moore, you know, saw him and, and, and Eric Douglas. I think it was very clear why T.J. Moore is a four-star guy. He, he plays right tackle for Mallard Creek, but uh, just looks outstanding physically. You know, he he held the point of attack. He beat his man pretty much every single time I focused on him. So, very very impressive player. Just moves uh, very light on his feet to be as big as he is. There's this is not one of those offensive linemen that's going to have to reshape his body. He's already big, but he doesn't have a lot of baby fat. He already he already looks like a grown man out there. So, uh, big big pickup for South Carolina with with T.J. Moore as well and have a little bit of momentum on the recruiting trail. And I, I think the biggest thing is I look at these guys and I look at who else is recruiting them. Of course, they beat Tennessee heads up for T.J. Moore, whereas Tennessee had T.J. Moore on their campus in Knoxville basically less than 24 hours before his announcement. So they were able to go head-to-head with them. Tennessee traditionally does a great job in North Carolina, and I, I think you look at that plus the fact Hey, South Carolina, if they're going to be good, if they're going to win an SEC East, if they're going to compete for an SEC championship, they've got to get players out of the greater Charlotte area. They've got to get players out of North Carolina. You see that with T.J. Moore. You see that now with Hamza Nasraldine, who you're talking about a kid who when South Carolina offered him, he didn't have a Power 5 offer at all. When when he committed to South Carolina, he had 20-plus Power 5 offers, including Alabama, Florida, Florida State, and, and it's a kid that Florida and Florida State were still really pushing for as well, from what I was told. So, you know, th- that's two big pickups in the state of North Carolina. South Carolina doing a great job there. And then to go into Georgia, get a guy like MJ Webb, al- almost icing on the cake, I think. You know, if, if South Carolina can really develop their roster um, and fill their roster, I think with, with guys from the Carolinas, then you want to be able to go into Georgia, land you some avowal guys, um, you know, I thought Devontae Wyatt, who who obviously is at committed to Georgia now, that that's a great example though of finding a guy early and evaluating him and uh, getting him um, into the program and or, or getting him onto the commitment list. They didn't hold on to him, but in the future they'll be able to hold on to guys like that. So you add in guys like that. If you add in an MJ Webb or two from Georgia, let T. Rob recruit a few guys from the Miami area, and all of a sudden that that's sort of the makeup of your roster. I think ideally if you're South Carolina, so. Uh, then, you know, MJ Webb, like I mentioned earlier, Auburn was after him. He's been on the recruiting radar for a long time. Georgia was after him. A number of big-time programs wanted this kid, yet Will Muschamp and his staff closes MJ Webb. They closed Hamza, and they closed TJ Moore. And we'll see uh, on GamecockCentral.com. We'll have complete coverage as they look to close Demias Williams for the 27th. 
and then close Ordre Smith for September 11th. Uh, this is Wes Mitchell uh, coming at you solo here on Gamecock Central Radio, something I may do more of in the future if y'all like it. So if you do, let me know. Let, let me know what works. Let me know what I can tweak. Right now we're, we're cashing in right at uh, 12 minutes, so I like to keep these short. I like to keep them where they're content-filled. I'm not ba- uh, not just uh, you know blabbering on and on like I am right now. I uh, like to keep it content-heavy where you can listen to it and uh, get on to what you were doing. So if you like it, give me some feedback on Twitter. Give me some feedback on the site. And, uh, you know, certainly if uh, if you do like it, if it works, then I, uh, it's something that I plan to do much, much more in the future. Again, uh, check us out, GamecockCentral.com, and I'm excited for our meet-and-greet tonight. So if you're listening uh, and you're planning to go to that, it's at Carolina L House uh, from 6 to 8 in Harbison. Hope to see a bunch of you out there and uh, hope to uh, talk to all of you soon. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.